morning. The title of my Dharma talk today is The Joy of Learning. In this very difficult time, one of our members told me that he is learning a lot at home and it is very joyful. Today I would like to talk about one of the essential Dharma of daily practice. Seven. Let us turn our reluctance to learn into a willingness to learn well. Life is a long continuation of learning. We are lifelong students. What kind of life would we live if we were reluctant to learn? We all want to live well. If we truly want to live well, we can't help but learn. Master Sotesan, the founding master of, of One Buddhism, said, Having been born as humans, we should have a love of learning. A knowledgeable person should not neglect learning just because one already has knowledge. Teach yourself day by day, hour by hour. Learning is one of the most virtuous activities in life. If you are not good enough, you should learn from someone who is better than you are and achieve the higher purpose of learning regardless of any discrimination such as age, status, or gender. Even if you know a lot, there is really no end to learning. We should never stop learning, not only from humans, but from all things in the universe. Through learning, we gain knowledge, jishik in Korean. The Chinese character ji is combination of arrow and mouth. Shik is combination of language, sound, and spear. This means that if you know something well, you have strength in what you say. This also implies that even though they are arrows and spears, they will rust and become useless if you do not take care and use them. You should use what you know and update it from time to time so that your knowledge is effective and valuable. Master Tesan said, knowledge is our eyes, our hands, our feet, and our very power. It is the light of eternal life. He said, the practice of essential dharma of learning is to achieve knowledge equality through learning. When we discard the unreasonable system of discrimination of the past and establish the discernment of the wise, then we will dedicate ourselves 
to learning so that everyone becomes wise. And at the same time, the level of knowledge for all humanity will naturally rise and become equal. The scope of knowledge that Master Sotesan mentioned is not only scientific knowledge, but also the principles of the universe and human affairs. In fact, there is no limit to the range of learning. That's why when people asked him who his teacher was, he said, your teacher will be me and my teacher will be you. Specifically, who can be a teacher? Master Sotesan said, we should regard as our teacher anyone whose nature and moral conduct in human affairs is superior to our own. We should regard as our teacher anyone whose governance of human affairs is superior to our own. We should regard as our teacher anyone whose knowledge of life is superior to our own. We should regard as our teacher anyone whose scholarship and technical skills are superior to our own. We should regard as our teacher anyone whose common sense and understanding is superior to our own. You should learn science in childhood and then you should be interested in the spiritual path while in your youth. If you continue to learn, your knowledge will transform into wisdom and you will become free. Knowledgeable people do not neglect learning just because they have a degree, expertise, or knowledge. We should still keep learning. Why? Because things are always changing. Nothing stays the same. Think about your cell phone. Every time something new comes out, you have to learn the upgraded system and navigate the content to use your phone properly. The world is changing every day, even if you have a considerable knowledge. If you stop learning, you will not be able to adapt to the new era. Knowledge is not something to be kept to oneself, but something to be used and shared continuously. When you use it, the gap between theory and reality is apparent. Then you realize much of what you have previously learned is useless. All knowledge and all information becomes old and obsolete. It disappears and is gone. Only the core remains. We need to dispose of, of these old things. Imagine what would happen if you didn't throw away the things you should let go. What a mess. Here is something important to know about learning. 
Only when we know how to empty it will there be enough room for new things. Learning seems to be a continuation of emptying and throwing away rather than accumulation. This is because learning new things and updating our knowledge is possible only after discarding the old information which has expired. When I was a student in acupuncture school, I studied very hard. As a result, I got good grades, and I thought I knew a lot. After graduating, I had a chance to work with an experienced acupuncturist who motivated me to study acupuncture in New York City. On the very first day, he said that I should forget everything I had learned in school. I was shocked. What? Four years of hard work. This was nothing but a waste of time. Later, I understood what he meant. The knowledge gained through books is valuable for understanding the principles only. Actual study is developing my senses and abilities by working with real-world patients. Even with the same disease, the cause of disease varies from person to person. I should learn from each patient. My patients are my real teachers. Master Jung San said, there are three kinds of learning. First is to extend one's knowledge ex externally by learning various sciences. The second is to expand one's knowledge and wisdom with self-awakening achieved from internal cultivation and inquiry. The third is to apply what one has learned and awakened in actual real-life situations. That way, knowledge is accompanied by practice. Of these three, learning through practice in actual situation is the most important. Let's think about stagnant water and flowing water. Water rests in a reservoir becomes tainted and unhealthy if it is not used or does not flow for a long time. Likewise, your knowledge has to be used in timely manner. Otherwise, it becomes invalid. We should always be learning with an open mind and refreshing our thoughts. Similarly, the river water constantly flows and is used properly from place to place. A life of learning prepares you to use your knowledge at the right time, in the right way, whenever necessary. I read a book called Active Meditation, the Western Tradition, written by Robert Leichmann and Carl Zepixa. Looking at the contents, I had some inspiration 
that I could learn more about different traditions of meditation. I thought perhaps this would help open my eyes to the different approaches taken by a variety of cultures, thus deepening my understanding. In the book, there are a lot of theories and methods of active meditation. These are used to find the true self and to live life more meaningfully. This goal is the same for all traditions of meditation. After reading, a loud voice echoed in my mind. Well, then, go learn. Here is a story. When the birds of the world were first created, they all were colored a dull brown. They carried their tunes nicely, but they were not much to look at. This drab outfit disturbed lion, king of all animals. He called before him a peacock. Lion commissioned him to paint the bird of the world bright colors. The peacock was flattered by this command, but said, Your Highness, I know nothing of painting. Well, then go learn, roared Lion. So the peacock went and learned. He journeyed down to the riverbank and began dabbling in the mud and clays along the water's edge. He mixed yellow and blue and compared it with the moss on the bank. He learned to thin his colors with water for smoother application. He developed a secret way of adding minerals to his colors so they would shine. Finally, after much experimentation, he had perfected a technique. By the authority of a lion, he called the bird of the world one by one to paint their feathers. He started simply by coloring the raven black, cardinal red. As he gained more confidence, he became more creative, giving flickering black speckles on a white breast with bold yellow wings and creating a delicate show of miniature brilliance for the hummingbird. By the time the peacock began working on the tropical birds, he had matured into a master artist. When his task was complete, the peacock returned to the king and said, Sir, your re request has been fulfilled. All the birds have been colored. I have seen your work, Lion replied, and it is very good, but you overlooked one bird, which inquired the peacock. Yourself, the king responded, and indeed the peacock looked as drab as ever. Not true, 
Not true. Peacock protested and said, I finished myself just this morning. Then, spreading open his tail feathers, he revealed a stunning and subtle array of iridescence. The elegance of design far surpassed his earlier efforts. This story speaks to us about learning and self-cultivation in order to live our life in a more creative manner. Perhaps we have been commanded to add color and light to everything in our life, which gets to be drab and dull. Yet we do not know how. So, well, and go on. I hear this voice when I face a new task, sometimes from outside and sometimes from inside. I'd like to share my experience. When I served at the local temple in New York City, I worked with two other senior ministers. We often had special guests since the head minister of the temple was involved in, with interreligious activities at the UN headquarters. Frequently, we had visitors and Korean students staying at the temple where we served food for them. We also served food for our members when there was special event. Cooking was usually a young minister's job and I didn't know how much about cooking. Fortunately, one of the ministers was very good at cooking. Most of the time, she cooked and I assisted her. I rarely cooked by myself. Four years later, she moved to another temple and cooking became my job. It was not at all easy. It took a lot of time and effort. The food I cooked was sometimes too spicy or too salty or had no flavor at all. I became frustrated. I realized that just watching, hearing, or being an assistant was not enough to improve my cooking skill. True learning can only be accomplished by doing it, experiencing it. I began to teach myself how to cook. Cooking became my meditation practice in action. I talked to myself, calm down. No need to desire being great. Measure every ingredient carefully and mindfully. Put in my sincerity and connect with people who are going to eat the food. Enjoy what I am doing. As time went by, I began to feel comfortable cooking and I enjoyed cooking. The taste of food I cooked truly improved 
especially when I prepared food for our members at our special services and retreats. I regarded myself as a tenzo. A tenzo is the person responsible for preparing meals for the monks in a Zen monastery. Since ancient times, this position has been held by an accomplished monk or by a senior disciple with an aspiration for enlightenment. The position requires wholehearted practice. Tenjo treats all ingredients with sincerity as if it were an offering to the Buddha. Not even a single grain should be wasted. The tenjo remains a lot from the beginning to the end, without any haste or idleness. When tenjo is cooking, no one may disturb this task, not even a bodhisattva. Through my experience, I realized that I need more focused mind when learning new things. Also, I should follow directions exactly. This applies to whatever we do. In conclusion, being a good learner is very important to living well in a changing world. It is the way to live according to the truth of Iran. In order to do that, let us learn with a humble attitude. There are teachers all around us if we are willing to learn. Let us teach ourselves each day by being our own teacher. Let us apply what we learn from others into our daily life. Do not be afraid of trial and error. Through the cycle of trial and error, we actually acquire wisdom from our knowledge. Confucius said, regarding new knowledge which one learns, is it not a joy to practice it at the right moment? Remember, teachings are infinite. We vow to learn them all. Thank you.